I thought the nightlife in Chicago was everything I've ever wanted. Until I got to Paris. Baby, let me tell you, you haven't lived until you've danced all night in a Parisian nightclub. The music was hidden on all sixes with Josephine Baker singing her heart out on stage. Life was good. May I buy you a drink? I, uh, yes. No, sorry, I'm not, I'm not drinking. I start school in a few days. This tall, chocolate brother was dressed to the nines, moisturized, and he had beautiful teeth. And he smelled like heaven. A soda. Yes, I'd like that. Thank you, I'm Bessie. Nice to meet you, Bessie. My name is Kojo. Kojo, you African? Aren't we all? <laughs> You're right about that. Kojo and I talked for hours. I'd never had this type of connection with a man before. He wanted to know about my desires, and he didn't laugh or discourage my dream of becoming a pilot. La femme peut tout faire. Pourquoi quelqu'un refuse une personne talentueuse parce qu'elle est une femme? Exactement! And he spoke French! I almost exploded right there at that bar. What do you do? I work in the family business. I sweated my hair all the way out, dancing with Kojo for what seemed like hours. I don't know where you learned to dance like that. <laughs> I could say the same about you. I can't keep up. By the end of the night, I was imagining what a life with Kojo would be like. I wasn't entirely forthcoming with you earlier. I knew you were too good to be true. When I mentioned that I work in the family business, I neglected to say that the business was royal. Royal? Are you a king or something? A prince, actually. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're not joking. No, I am Prince Kojo Tovalu, Huenu, of the kingdom of Daome. Nice to officially meet you. What? American Urban Radio Networks and Flying Free Films present Invisible Eagles, Bessie Coleman, presented by AARP and starring Quivenjane Wallace as Bessie. Episode 4, number 18310. Did you know that AARP is fighting for America's over 48 million family caregivers who help adults live independently in their homes instead of being forced into nursing homes? Family caregivers need common sense solutions that will save them time and money and provide them with more support. Go to aarp.org for more information on caregiving. Now, back to the story. A real-life prince? Suddenly, I, I wasn't sure how to act. Do, do, do I curtsy or something? <laughs> no, please don't. I, I like to be able to exist in the world without everyone knowing I'm a prince. It's very hard to know if someone is spending time with me because of me or my crown. I get that. Does knowing who I am change anything? Not at all. I still like you for you. Good. I like you too. The way Kojo looked at me, it was like he could see into my soul. My goodness, it took my breath away. <sighs> Kojo and I walked the streets of Paris until the sun came up. If you've never seen the Eiffel Tower at sunrise, I highly recommend it. Is it a uh, time? Yes. I wish I didn't have to leave. 
I do too. But I understand. You've got to go and do whatever it is royal people do. <laughs> Thank you, Bessie. <laughs> for what? For being you. And for allowing me to be me. This night has changed my life. I wasn't sure if I'd ever see Kojo again. But even if this was the last time I laid eyes on him, he'd given me a gift I would never forget. He believed in me. The aviation school of the Brothers Cadrone was the best flight school in Europe. The curriculum was part classroom studies and part practical application. Hi, I'm Bessie. I guess I should say welcome. Only if you want to. I was part of a class of 10 aviation students, some of whom didn't seem all too happy to have women learning beside them. I'm Louis. Nice to meet you, Bessie. Don't worry about Jacques. He's a knob to everyone. <laughs> Our class was being taught by the famous Cadron brothers, Gaston and René. Okay, everyone, have a seat. My name is Gaston Cadron. And my name is René Cadron. Welcome to the Aviation School of Brothers Cadron et Le Cotois. You think you know what to expect, but you don't. This will be the most difficult thing you've ever done. These are waiver of release forms. Take one and pass the rest along. In the case of your death, this releases us of liability. We can die? Statistics say you likely will die, Louis. Maybe not here at school, but in the air? Almost for sure. <gasps> Every pilot's goal is to get back on the ground. Our goal is to teach you how to do that. Now, before we get started, Bessie Coleman? Yes? You're much smaller than we anticipated. I don't know if you'll be able to control the plane. It might have been a mistake for you to come here. What? Yes. You may have made that long trip for nothing. I can handle it. Yes, but... I said I can handle it, sir. Well, okay. You'll have plenty of time to prove it. I had no idea that me being petite could determine whether I got my wings. No way I was going to let that get in my way. Today, we learn the components of the plane. So listen close. I was the only American in class, but not the only woman. If I'm already familiar with the controls, can I test out of this lesson, René? If you want to test out early, you must exhibit advanced knowledge. Are you prepared to do that? Absolutely. That's Marguerite. She did know the controls and was able to test out early. To some of you, good job today. Particularly Marguerite. To others, not so much. Work harder. The hour is unforgiving and death most certainly comes to the lazy. I could see how the men looked at Marguerite. It was the same contempt people sometimes had when they looked at me. Tomorrow, you will go up in test flights with Gaston and me. Get some sleep. I decided to introduce myself to her. I thought it was important for the women to stick together. Marguerite? Yes? I'm Bessie Coleman. You did great today. Yes, I know. Um, it's so encouraging to have another woman in the class. When, when did you know you wanted to be a pilot? I already am a pilot. But because of politics, I have to be in this stupid class full of novices. It's humiliating, actually. I guess I don't have to wish you luck. Luck is for beginners. I have skill. Okay, then. She's absolutely insufferable. The next day, one by one, we went up in the plane with our instructors. Bessie, 
You can come up with me. Renee was piloting in the back, and as co-pilot, I was in the front. We weren't allowed to touch anything until we passed our written tests, but I didn't care. I was flying. I was exhilarated. This view was supposed to be reserved for the birds, yet there I was. Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, yes, there is nothing like it. Nothing like it. I know flying seems like no big deal to you, but in 1920, this was basically magic. And I was going to learn how to do it. You're listening to Invisible Eagles' Bessie Coleman, presented by AARP. AARP is fighting for America's over 48 million family caregivers who help older adults live independently in their homes instead of being forced into nursing homes. Every day, family caregivers assist their older parents, spouses, siblings, grandparents, and other loved ones so they can live independently in their homes where they want to be. They help with everything, including medications and Medicare, meals, bathing and dressing, finances, grocery shopping, transportation, and more. Go to AARP.org for more information on caregiving. Now, back to the story. I spent a lot of time in the classroom with the flight simulator. It had all the pulleys and controls you'd find in the cockpit of a plane. Goodness. It took every ounce of my strength to control it. Again! No! Again! Again! A while later, after we'd all passed our written tests, We got to try flying all on our own. Well, not completely on our own. Our instructors would be up there with us to make sure we didn't do anything to get ourselves killed. First up was Marguerite. The lesson was to take off, round the runway, and then land without any problems. Even though I couldn't stand that woman, I had to admit that Marguerite didn't know how to fly. She brought the plane into the sky, flew in a circle, and then landed with only a few bumps. After Marguerite, the rest of us had our chance. Slow down, Andre. You cannot land going that fast. Faster, Louis, you turtle. You'll never get in the air. Turn sharp, Errol. We'll miss the runway. You can't keep making the same mistake, Jacques. Just land the plane, Michel. You're done. You might want to rethink your career choices. Then it was my turn. <laughs> Pull harder, Bessie! You're still too wide! I got it! No, you do not! I think I'm getting better, Gaston. It still might not be enough. Maybe we won't bother extending your student visa when it expires. That night, I snuck back out onto the runway to practice. I couldn't go home. No one flies at night. I could have been kicked out of school, and I could kill myself. But it was worth the risk. I had to get better. The next time we did the takeoff and landing drill, my practice paid off. Good takeoff, Bessie. Now round the runway. Perfect. Now take her down. My first days up in the plane taught me a lot about my ability to focus. I could tune out everything except my next step. I zoned in on the runway, and I put my plane down right on my mark. Good job. You all could learn from Bessie. 
She takes direction very well. I could almost see the steam coming from Marguerite's ears and me receiving a compliment. If she wanted a battle, I decided to give her one. Once we were allowed to pilot our planes alone, my fuel Marguerite really took off. Jibrina is Bessie for the speed exercise. I demand a redo. Would you look at that? Must be beginner's luck. You don't have to rush, ladies. You have plenty of time. Jeffini, I'm done. You women are too emotional to be pilots. You need to worry about yourself, Jacques. Yes, yeah, someone who cried after failing the last simulation shouldn't call anyone else emotional. One day, the instructors dropped a bomb on Marguerite and me. For today's assignment, you will be put into teams of two. One will fly and the other will assist. And then you'll switch. Bessie and Marguerite, you are team one. Bessie will fly first. What? Excuse me? You held right. There has to be someone else I can be paired with. What about Louis? Louis has a partner. It appears that your elevated emotional states are a distraction to the rest of the class. To be fair to your classmates, you two will work together. I refuse. You will work together or you will quit. <laughs> you could cut the tension between Marguerite and me with a knife. I flew first and Marguerite sat behind me. Make sure you push the... I did. If you go around... Yes, it'll preserve my fuel. Got it. <laughs> Good job. Marguerite had never fixed her mouth to utter a nice word to me, and now she gave me a compliment? I was shocked. All I could say back was, thank you. My favorite way to decompress on my days off was to walk the streets around town. One day, I was handed a flyer. Pan-African Congress Paris Session with W.E.B. Du Bois. I liked that Black folks outside of America were more free to publicly have these discussions. So, I went to the conference. The audience was full of Black people from all over the world. Welcome, sister. I exhaled for what might have been the first time in my life. The goal is to emerge with a program of Pan-Africanism as organized protection of the Negro world led by the American Negroes. Mr. Du Bois believed that people of African descent have common interests and should be unified in brotherhood and collaboration. As I was surrounded by black people of all shapes, sizes, and shades, all coming together for a common goal of advancement, I decided that I was going to use aviation as a means of upward mobility for my race. In the coming weeks, Marguerite and I grew from having begrudging respect for each other to becoming friends. We began having lunch together every week. Jacques keeps trying to get me to go on a date with him. He won't get a hint. Jacques needs to focus on his flying before he fails out of school. He's flying and his breath. It's hot enough to fuel my plane. have a toast. A toast to what? To the only women in the entire flight school being ranked number one and two. And who is number one? Don't get cocky, Marguerite. I still have time to take you down. Cheers to phenomenal women following their dreams. What are your plans for after you graduate? I want to fly commercial. There's a new company hiring pilots to fly rich people in multi-seat planes. I'd like to start doing that. That's a good plan. I, I want to open up a flight school for colored people. 
people that look like me deserve to know how amazing it is up there. That's a good plan too. There was something beautiful happening between Marguerite and me. The world told us every day what we couldn't do. But right then, at that moment, we were bold and unflinching with each other in our dreams. It was nice. Come in. Hi, Marguerite. Have you seen the paper today? No. What's it say? The Tulsa race massacre has claimed the lives of hundreds of colored people and burned more than 1,250 homes in and around what is referred to as Black Wall Street? I'm so sorry, Bessie. Should I... Would you like to be alone? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Come find me if you need to. This marked the first time in history that airplanes were used against Americans in a domestic attack, and they chose to use them against black Americans? Of course they did. I can't fully describe how that felt to read. (laughs) I received a telegram from my mama a short while later. I'm sure you heard about what happened in Tulsa. I wanted to let you know your daddy is fine. The violence didn't reach the reservation. But his cousin, Fred, wasn't so lucky. (laughs) Before me stands our latest graduating class of aviators. You are the future of aviation, and I am so proud to play a small part in your greatness. We graduated on a beautiful spring day in 1921. You were by far my most difficult class, but I am proud to have whipped you into shape. I will call you up now to receive your license. Jacques Dumont, license number 18.308. I tried hard to be happy for my classmates, but all I could think about was the future. Louis Petit, license number 18309. At that moment, my goal of opening a flight school went from being a dream to an obsession. I was going to do everything in my power to make it happen. Black people deserve to have a place where they are accepted and could learn all they needed to protect themselves in a country that was always looking for new ways to harm them. Bessie Coleman, license number 18310. Congratulations. Thank you. I was the world's first black woman aviator, but I would not be the last. After graduation, we took turns taking the plane up as fully licensed pilots. Marguerite went first. Marguerite really is a fantastic pilot. I agree. What was that? Oh my goodness, there's smoke coming from her plane. Take cover. Marguerite? You're listening to Invisible Eagles, Bessie Coleman, presented by AARP, a production of American Urban Radio Networks and Flying Free Films.